or locally at 218-631-4966 to arrange a free hearing test. This is the morning sports desk for Monday, the 13th of June. It's a Friday the 13th on a Monday, Corey. I think, and I've always believed this, Monday the 13th is way worse than a Friday the 13th. Way worse or way scarier? Um, what, is there a difference? That, you know, you got a point there. I mean, for some people, maybe being scared is like, you know, their bag, but, but scary is worse in my, in my, um, yeah, Friday the 13th is supposed to be like thrilling and scary and unlucky, but how, what could be more unlucky than the unluckiest number on a Monday? I, you know, I think if we're on the same side of Garfield, I think we're on the right side of history. So I think, uh, you know, Mondays, that's a, that's a big thumbs down. Let's be honest. It might be unlucky that it's Friday the 13th, but at least tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at least you're done with work for the week at the end of the day on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Now it's Monday the 13th and you gotta, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You're already a little tuckered out from the weekend. And then you go home at the end of the day and you're like, ah, crap, I gotta do that again tomorrow. Yeah, do it like four more times. That's way worse. So, and it's also just kind of an eerily wet morning, you know, like right. raining, a <laughs> little bit of fog. Yes. It's just, it's the perfect setting for a horror movie. So, you know. There's Monday that. the 13th, Jason returns. <laughs> We've got a, he's got a meeting at 8.30, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's run through a bunch of stuff. Uh, first of all, um, we recapped state softball a little bit on Friday, so we don't need to dive into that too far. But one more time, uh, congratulations goes out to Monaga, Uppsala, um, Brainerd on their second place finish in the 4A tournament, all for making state softball. That's very, very cool. Um, state track and field wrapped over the weekend as well. We had a lot of area athletes podium mm-hmm. and, uh, do want to congratulate though, Jacob McCleary of Purim, who finished as a state champion in the boys 1600 meter run. He's also a state champ in the 800 meter run. Want to congratulate Tyler Shapersky of United North Central, who's the state champ in the boys' 800 wheelchair. And saw that one. He had a great performance. That's super cool. And then Grace Van Earp of Ottertail Central is a state champ in the girls' triple jump. So want to congratulate those athletes um, on their uh, state track and field. You got to check that one out. That's a, a state uh, event I have not been to yet. Um, I've been to, I just love track and field. The the events are, it's just the coolest atmosphere ever. What's state track like? Uh, you know, it, it's different. So I, I'm not a state track aficionado or anything. Aficionado, however you want to say that word. Let's, uh, well, let's, because you're not, let's call it an aficionado. <laughs> aficionado. I think that sounds like an insult more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little like, uh, it's a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-y, but dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Radical. All right. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, so I haven't been to a bunch of them. This was my first time going. My brother, uh, had a relay team run for Bertha Hugh of Verndale. Yeah. It normally is at, uh, down in the cities, I believe at Hamlin. Yes. Uh, is where the state tournament is usually held. So it's a smaller division three college in the cities and it's a little bit tighter. It's a little more intimate, but there's not as much seating. This time is at St. Michael Albertville High School. 
big high school football complex, like plenty of room to park, plenty of room to do everything. So I think from that aspect, I knew I was talking to people who had been to state track meets before. They said they liked having it there because everybody could sit and you didn't have to move, you know, because like it felt like once you were watching your runner, once they were done, you had to get out. Uh, but no, it was great. It was a big atmosphere, a lot of stuff going on. It was really cool. And, uh, a lot of local athletes got, uh, their chance to shine as well. So it was a pretty fun experience. It was a great day. I was only there on Friday. Beautiful day, uh, there as well. We had three teams punch their ticket to the state tournament, uh, at the end of last week as well. Congratulations to, uh, in the class A tournament. Both New York Mills and Bertha Hewitt Verndale were section champs. In the double A tournament, Wadena Deer Creek, a section champ. Uh, matchups are officially out for that and state baseball begins tomorrow. So just very, very quickly, um, Wadena Deer Creek will play Rochester Lourdes. Wolverine's a four seed. Uh, Lourdes a five seed in the double uh, A tournament. They play Dick Putzfield tomorrow at twelve thirty. Wolverine should be pretty comfortable with that. And yeah, they've been there. They've been there once or twice. Uh, Bertha Hewitt Verndale and New York Mills. Mills earned a three seed and got the random draw. Bertha Hewitt Verndale. They will play at six o'clock at Joe Faber Field tomorrow night. So just. Kind of right across the, the, the walkway there at the Mac in St. Cloud. Congratulations to them. Uh, it's, it's outstanding. Can that, will you allow me just one opportunity to get something off my chest though about this? This is Corey Tackman's bombs away. You have the floor. Okay. I am thrilled for all three of these teams. I'm just thrilled. It's the coolest thing ever. Three teams out of the Park Region Conference. Um, it's not the first time this has happened, which is absurd. Out of one conference. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. By the way, outside shot that you could have had four teams because Pillager plays in a different section altogether as well. Like, can you imagine that? Could you imagine four teams out of one conference making state baseball? It would have been, uh, ridiculous. I will also say though, it's not the first time I've been to state baseball where I have seen two park region conference teams play each other in the first round. And it has always come up in a situation like this where one team gets seeded, they seed one through five, and then they random draw for the next three. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time I've seen two conference teams have to play each other in the quarterfinals, and um, that sucks. It does. It just sucks. Now, I don't think that anything nefarious is going on. I don't, I don't believe that at all. Like I, I do, it's a random draw, but if it is a, if it's truly a random draw, what you're saying is the matchup doesn't matter, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like we're not going to seed one through eight. We're only going to seed one through five because teams six, seven, and eight, it's random. It doesn't matter who they play one, two, or three. So if you are putting that out there into the world that the matchup doesn't matter for those random draw teams, just switch it. Yeah. So two conference teams don't have to play each other in the quarterfinals of the state baseball tournament. Now, seed them one through eight, and then if it happens, it happens, so be it. That's totally acceptable. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to random draw it and they have to play each other, just switch up the matchup. So random draw is... It implies the matchup doesn't matter. So just switch it because it doesn't matter. I feel bad. 
I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled for them, and I know uh, both of those teams are super excited to be able to make a state tournament um, for New York Mills the third year in a row. For Bertha Hewitt Verndale, the first time ever, right? As a, as a co-op. Like, it's thrilling to be able to make it. It sucks for them that they gotta drive 90 minutes or farther to play a team they play twice a year every year. Yeah. And by the way, a team that they've played twice a year or more since they were, what, 10 years old, 9 years old? Twice a year every year since you start playing baseball. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I don't know. I think that's a little bit of a disservice to both of those teams. And look, if they are set up to play in the second round and both of them win their game, that's what that's is what it is. Yes. And but yeah, it's it's just frustrating because, like you said, these teams work so hard and they want to play different teams. Like, that's, that's the fun of the state tournament, and they'll both get their chance. But yeah. Come on, we're doing this in the quarterfinals of yeah. a random draw. It's like you. I mean, isn't there? Can't there just be one little stipulation, one little extra rule added in at the very end, just to say, by the way, if two teams are in the same conference, we re we redo the random team generator. Yes. Like, by the way, if if New York Mills would have been a four seed and Bertha Hewitt Verndale would have been a five seed, um, it's fine. That, that's how it works out. That's how you've decided to seed them and rank them. Because that's what this is, is a ranking. You've decided to rank them that way. Yeah. But you didn't rank them that way. That One of the teams got a random draw, which means they're 6th, 7th, or 8th in the rankings. Yeah. And and the random draw implies that there's no difference. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I, me and my brother joked about it when we, when we found out that New York Mills won and got into the state tournament yeah we're like watch they're like just we're joking about it we're like right. watch they're gonna end up getting drawn to get to play each other and turns out they do now you know both teams don't care they're in the state tournament they're gonna play whoever they want to play but just as a fan a little selfishly you want to see those two area teams play different area teams because you want both of the local teams to win and maybe there's a stipulation that you can't have a state championship be between teams of the same conference, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? I don't know. I just, uh, if you're going to end up playing each other, eventually it's fine. If it's a four or five matchup, it's fine. Um, but because of the random draw, I just, it, it bums me out a little bit that, um, that those two teams have to play each other in the first round. Now, I will also say this. Oh man, is it going to be potentially loud? It's going to be a fun atmosphere, though. Yeah, now that we it's got that be, out of the way, it's let's. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be fun. It's going to be really exciting, and I mean, it's a great ballpark, Joe Faber Field and Dick Putts Field. It's a great yes. facility in St. Cloud, uh, Joe Faber Field, I believe, where the St. Cloud Rocks play. So it's gonna, it's going to be maybe there'll be some post game fireworks after that one because it is the six o'clock game. So now let me throw one more thing at you. Yeah, that a potential a potential outcome of the state tournament that I am thrilled about. Sure, it is in play that I might finally get to call my alma mater. It's in play that it could happen. Now, as you've been able to do it, what a half a dozen times this year, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, in that ballpark, which yeah. is super cool. In your essentially first year in radio, yeah. All right, I've been doing this now for like over ten years. And I've never been able to call my high school in a in a state tournament game. It's the only chance I'm going to be able to get, uh, or I've been able to get up to this point. It hasn't even been a possibility up until this year, uh, because Sibley East hasn't made a state tournament. I could have done some kids in wrestling, but I don't know jack about wrestling, so that would have been bad. But 
um, Wadena Deer Creek and Sibley East are on the same side of the bracket. Sibley East was a random draw. They got top seeded Fairmont. So that doesn't look good for them. <laughs> but it is in play. If either team wins, Wadena Deer Creek or Sibley East, or they both lose, they would play each other in the second game of the state tournament, which means it's in play. It is in play. And I'm telling everyone right now, if Sibley East and Wadena Deer Creek play each other i'm doing the game <laughs> that is one we are doing i'm very selfishly putting that one on the schedule no matter what so uh that's kind of cool so you're gonna dig your old high school baseball cap out of the uh out of storage when you go down old baby i get a new one every year <laughs> i i don't anymore but i used to my dad was the varsity baseball coach and i would just be like every year the perks send a new one and, by the way, they're both the Wolverines. So we could have a Wolverines v. Wolverines in either the semifinal, championship semifinal, or the consolation semifinal. So I, I got my fingers crossed for uh, for uh, for that outcome. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. No, I I mean, it's state baseball tournament. What's what's not to love about it? So. Sibley East State Champs 1998 beat Melrose Area 3-2. to two. Corey Tackman and Paul Pickleman, ball boys. Do you have that ring? Do you still have that state championship ring? No ring, but I got a medal, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I mean, mean, if they did rings, they didn't give one to the sixth, sixth grader and fifth grader, oh. who are the bat boys on that team. You could, But I did get a medal, you bet. Did you? I bet you, you wore it, like, for the next four days? Um, I wore it all... I wore it all... I, that's a good question, actually. I wonder... I mean, I still have it. That'll just, how about that? That'll tell That's, you how important that was to me. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, as a matter of fact, they beat, uh, they beat Perham that year in the state tournament. They beat McLeod West and then beat Melrose. Not bad. Nah, uh, not, not a bad little three run. Three to two championship game. No errors. It's a great game. Great. I mean, at the, yeah, sounds like it at that point. All right. I'm giving you 45 seconds. Okay. To just glow. To just glow about Luisa Rice. I mean, he's going to be the Twins All-Star, isn't he? Like, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton. Buxton might get it just on star power, but Luisa Rice. Doesn't play how, enough. I mean, there, so, I mean, even then, Luisa Rice, your team's All-Star. Your team's, Byron Buxton is your most talented player, your best player. But, I mean, Luisa Rice has proven. But ever, is he? <laughs> Luisa Rice is leading the majors. Right now, he's not. JD Martinez is the guy number two behind him in batting average, and yeah. he's like twenty points behind. Yeah, Luis Arise, man, he's this generation's Joe Mauer in terms of being the best pure contact hitter of his generation. Who also, by the way, will hit a grand slam from time to time. Just, I mean, he demolished that ball. He destroyed that ball, and by the way, <laughs> destroyed a ball a couple nights before against the Yankees. Yeah. So I, I mean, Luis Arise. He's got a little bit of pop. He's got enough of it, but he just knows how to put the bat on the ball and put it in the right spot. His vision at the plate rivals Joe Maurer, like in everything he does. I mean, he's he's if Joe Maurer played second base and was shorter and pudgier. I love him, and I think he's very adorable. He has very pretty eyes. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, there's your Luis Arise. Uh, there's your Luis Arise content that you didn't know you wanted uh, today. Luis Arise, one of the best, uh, one of the most. One of the best players on the Twins, one of the most beloved players on the Twins. I mean, he doesn't really have a position anymore, although he kind of lumps in at first base. He kind of rose, does whatever he wants, does whatever he can. 
to get his uh, name in the lineup, and he does, and he does a great job at that. The Twins wouldn't be the Twins without Louis Arise. There you go. Uh, there's your Twins takes. As we wrap up the morning sports desk on this Monday, the 13th of June, which we said Monday the 13th, worse than Friday the 13th. You heard it here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.